Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news. We are your hosts, Sam Jericho. Oh my god. Jesus, what the? <laughs> we're trying. No more. We're not letting Phil start anymore, okay? <laughs> anyway. Sam, Sam Jericho. You're Sam Jericho. I'm, Sam Jericho. I'm Starf Chris. And that's, Sam Jericho. Phil, that's the dude with the headband over there. <laughs> Philip the dude with the headband. We are, of course, brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Thanks for throwing off the whole entire rhythm, too, by the way. Dude, um, it's the holiday spirit in all of us. Merry Christmas, by Merry the way. Merry Christmas. Yeah, holidays. Christmas yeah. is in a few days from now. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Just if you dig the podcast, make sure you leave us a review and ranking on iTunes or whatever podcast app you are using to listen to us right now. That little thing. Stop. No, don't stop. Continue. Stop. Nice. And uh, leave us a review. When somebody says stop, do you think collaborate and listen? Do you think hammer time? Hammer time most yeah. of the time. I think red light. Like red light, green light. <laughs> Remember, guys, dig us, don't bury us. Uh, so, what do we got on the show today? Uh, well, we just had Roadblock, End of the Line. I don't want to talk, talk about, about that. No, we're going to have to. We have to, Chris, all right? Yeah, uh, buddy. We're going to find out who got uh, all the predictions right, who got some of them wrong, who got punished for getting the most wrong. <coughs> Chris. <coughs> Again. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're doing a pretty good streak there. So, we got, was, we're talking about Roadblock, End of the Line. We'll talk about Raw, SmackDown, do the 10 count. Uh, oh, we do have another 10 count today? Yeah, let's do another 10 count. Right. The, uh, the ever-popular 10 count. Yeah. We got a lot of positive response from the last one. So, But uh, you excited for Christmas, Chris? Do you have any Christmas memories that just popped out that maybe had to relate to wrestling since we're talking about wrestling? I did have a a, 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 a wrestling Christmas. I always equate my Christmases to what I got that year. Yeah. So yeah. it's like the NES, and then there was the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Oh. Then there was the He-Man. I did have a wrestling Christmas mm-hmm. where I got all the LJN figures. What? Oh, wow. Um, okay. Like, and I think I had the ring and stuff like that. No way. Put them all in. Yeah. And then you shake the whole entire ring, and whoever the last one was in there... Yeah. One, so I was like simulating a Royal Rumble way back in the day. It's weird. Like my parents didn't really; they kept expecting me to grow out of liking wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I, I get wrestling every. I have, I have get wrestling presents for Christmas, but it's now always, still now it's as an adult. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't get any wrestling toys. <laughs> like now, it's like oh, Sam likes. And here's a big E toy. You know, it's very it's like, easy yeah, to buy like, yeah, for us. You know, I'm thirty, but whatever. The um the Christmas time for wrestling is never that great of a time though. It's it's kind of like. I don't want to say they go into sleep mode or in a holding pattern, but it's like... Cruise control. Yeah, cruise control. Especially for WWE. That's how I feel about the product right now. Yeah. Wait, guys, you forgot to let me talk about my wrestling Christmas. Well, I mean, you can talk about it, yeah. <sighs> Did you have a wrestling Christmas this year Hell, or in particular? Uh, well, yeah, because we've started this podcast and we're continuing it through the holidays. So that's kind of cool. Did you get a wrestling present for christmas this year oh possibly we surely moments did ago? probably about 15 minutes ago mr jericho walked in the room and <laughs> handed snarf chris and i lovely gifts mm-hmm. from Who santa claus i got the suicidal homicidal <laughs> genocidal death-defying sabu yeah death-defying forgot about that gold one. pants sabu. with gold pants sabu you had blue pants already Yep, I uh, had the blue I... pants in my car in the back seat because my little girl plays with it, and I was very thankful. Yeah. But yeah. when I was younger, um, I mentioned this Sting action figure that he said chew on his feet. Mm-hmm. I got that a, one year for Christmas, and nice. it was funny when I got it. It was already out of the box. I don't know if it was like brand new, <laughs> used or used or whatever. But I feel like it, it, 
I feel like my dad probably just opened it and wanted to check it out. Because always when I'd get gifts or presents, he'd always try it out first. Like when I first got my first CD player, like Walkman, it was used. Well, no, he he, he let me he, he let me open it, and then I had to. Sl- I also he let me get the first Slipknot CD. And he sat in my room and listened to the entire CD before I could sit there and use it for. Nice. So that's how I guess my dad just saw this thing. Actually, was like, "Oh, it's a nice flat top. Let me check this thing out." Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's the only one I can remember, like growing up, because our Christmases were super random with what we got. But Sting, the blonde flat top, it was almost like an LJ and old figure. There were mm. this very thick, just brute looking figures stuck in a pose. Yeah, he had both. Um, what well, it was kind of like the classic wrestling pose where one, one hands up and no one's one to the side, yeah. and he had blue pants with the yellow boots to match his yellow flat top. <laughs> Man, I, w- I I wish I still had that figure. His feet would look gross. I almost what gave you. you I almost gave you Sting. I I never. I didn't get any wrestling figures. Yeah. I had. I got a a PlayStation Two one year that came with SmackDown. Here, uh, shut your mouth. That was that was that a good was wrestling. That's one of the best wrestling games. Yeah, it really I mean, is. the next one, Here Comes the Pain. I think Here Comes is, the Pain is probably is the, the best, best wrestling one. game of all time, other than. Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the well. Do you, do you agree with that, Phil? Phil not did, one bit. Not one bit. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand. Every uh, time I watch wrestling, uh, top ten video uh, video games ever, my game is never in. It's always in the yeah. top five. What worst. is yours? What's yours? WrestleMania the arcade game. WrestleMania uh, arcade. Actually, game. I really like that game. That's right? my favorite one. That is like, a fun the game. Sega Saturn, PlayStation. Well, PlayStation one's okay. The Saturn Saturn's one's a, awesome. the best version, or the arcade. Just playing it in the arcade because you have all the that characters. That really available. makes the, the least favorite. Yeah, a lot of and times that because awesome. it's because it's like, oh, it's not as technical, it's goofy. I'm like, it's the it's arcade game. It's, it's technically not as good as the other ones, and that's why it's not. Well, do you as know high there was the there was a there was a second one after called In Your House, and it was based off the In Your House thing. So there'd be wrestling things where one of them's like the the heart dungeon. Mm-hmm. So they have like weights in the background, and it's just a really goofy. Another one's like a barnyard. It was just super goofy, just like all the In Your House pay per views. Yeah, we're super goofy, and it's and not well known. And all the Sega known. Genesis games were super goofy as well. Let's yeah. rewind there. You don't like the Nintendo sixty four wrestling games? When the sixty four came out, none of my friends had wrestling games. We were all playing Mario, and that's it, or Mario Kart. We didn't play wrestling games until PlayStation One, like Thunder, and those. Yeah. Awful so you never games. played No Mercy or WrestleMania? I played 2000? them, but I never really got into well, them. I, I've always played awful, awful hurtful, games. Hurtful. We had a um a blockbuster a few blocks from my house and we rented the same like I would we made created wrestlers on WrestleMania 2000 and so we rented for like 5 days and I don't know why my mom would have to return it and then bring it back I guess because she didn't want the ridiculous fees that Didn't no one can charge relate to anymore. It, yeah. yeah. So she'd have to return it and then like plead with the guy like okay I need to re-rent this particular cartridge because they had like six of them, oh, Lord. and I need the one that has all the guys. All the guys on save it, yeah. files. So she eventually asked if she could buy. She bought that specific oh, really? thing That's from awesome. it for Christmas one year. That's, That's pretty cool. awesome. That's pretty cool. Then yeah, but Dang. yeah, WrestleMania 2000 and I still, and uh and No Mercy. I no mean, Mercy. for Those are for creative wrestlers in particular. Yeah. That's 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 the best. Never part. played them. The, I uh, played. I played way too much of it. Mm-hmm. I played Legends of Wrestling on a PS2 a ton. It's terrible. Yeah, it's <laughs> a terrible game too. You See, only played bad games. I, I did, but I I liked them because I would find the the funnest parts of them. Well, that, yeah. Like the reversal system in the Legends of Wrestling is very easy to pick up and get used to, but then after but then doing it back and it. forth for I, like twenty minutes, then it gets really hard. That's the challenge. I bought that game for like three bucks like a few months ago from yeah. Second and Charles. Yeah, and uh. <laughs> There's uh, two of them. I was trying to play with Emily, and we couldn't. 
we couldn't finish the match because we just kept reversing. Like yeah. you couldn't end it. It doesn't yeah, end. It's just it reverse end. after reverse after reverse, and that's what my, me and my friends would do. We just reverse for like forty minutes. Yeah, like it, you know what? What me and my brother used to do is we place we would put the computer. It would just be computer playing. Like neither of us would play. We just put it on CPU versus CPU and, and watch we pl- and we play place bets on the fight. Ah, okay. And, <laughs> nice. Uh, but then you couldn't do that with that game. It would just keep going yeah, over and over would. and over again. It we do that on Smash Bros. We're like, so we're going to go out to eat later, and whoever's team loses has to buy dinner or whatever. GameCube? GameCube, yeah. And 64. I, I like. I was all about this. That's That was the height of my purchasing of games. I have more 64 this games than I think for anything yeah. else. I've rebought more Sega Genesis games now. Because they're cheap and easy to find. Because yeah. I, I have a lot of Genesis yeah. games because of that. Yeah. Like, I buy a lot of those because they're just very easy to get. And they're the best. So, you know, like the Wrestle... The WrestleMania arcade game is awesome. It's just that my favorite thing about a wrestling game is the create mode, where you can Me create, too. you can make what you would be if you're a wrestler. Yeah. That's the best part. Do you yeah. play the ones now? Two K sixteen. Oh, I got 17? the new one. Yep, all of them. What sucks is that when I was a kid, I had a character that I always thought if I became a wrestler, that's who I would be from when I was like ten years old. His name is was Ricochet, and that gimmick really? has been stolen now, so <laughs> can't do any of it. Uh, I use me, yeah. and it's Chris Danger. Oh, Danger. Mine would always be the eagle, and a guy would come out with like American <laughs> flags, and he'd come out like dancing like a chicken and stuff, and goofy. Did he wear a headband? And no, he just wore a, a like a red mask. And this is completely side note because when I was editing, because you said America, yeah. Know, <laughs> um, when I was editing the podcast last week, I, if you notice, I put some like eight bit, yeah, uh, wrestling music when we were doing the ten count. And then y'all sent me the link to a real American, the Hulk Hogan theme song, which oh, I haven't yeah. heard in years now. I have listened to that song literally 30 to 40 times this week. That is an epic. It's a great song, but it's also an epic song. The escalation of that song is cool. is ridiculous. I agree. Uh, I, I, I can't. There's few songs. There's few theme songs that I would put above that song, which is silly to say. I'm not a huge Hulk Hogan mark or anything, but I love I that love song is amazing. It brings almost brings a tear to my eye every single time I hear it. When you watch like the um, the pay per views after they air on the network, a lot mm-hmm. of times they change the theme songs because they don't have the rights to it or whatever anymore. Right. When Hulk Hogan first came back to the WWE back in 2002, he had Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix as his theme song. But then when they replay it, they don't want to pay the rights for whatever to keep playing Jimi right, Hendrix, right. so they play Real American over it. <laughs> and the first time I watched it doesn't match up. I don't think. Right? No, it doesn't really. Well, y- yeah, it usually doesn't. But then when I was I was watch when I watched uh, WrestleMania 19 for the first time, it has it's Hulk Hogan versus Vince McMahon, big bloodbath. They both mm-hmm. get drenched in blood, and then there's a really epic ending where Hulk Hogan poses for the audience for like I don't know 30 minutes. Jr. loses his voice. Like Shane McMahon has to come help his dad out because he's so beaten. And I was remember thinking like this is such an epic moment, and most of it's because his. His pose down was so long that they played the entire song of Real American. Nice. Wow. So it became epic. And then I realized later that that audience didn't hear Real American. They were listening to Jimi Hendrix at the time. Yeah. I'm just hearing it at home thinking, oh, it's so much better with yeah. a song that didn't actually play. They should have given him a bass guitar so it would have looked perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is the king of uh, him and Hiroshi Tanahashi are the king of air guitar yeah. play. Well, he was a real musician. It wasn't even before he became a wrestler. I mean, I guess. Hogan was. I guess, technically. You look at the music video or stand back and all the wrestlers in the background pretending to play I can't remember that. He was. Uh, I can't remember the name of his band, but he was in a band before he became a wrestler. And the only reason he became a wrestler is because he was band huge. was terrible. Oh, okay. So. I mean, isn't everybody in a band? Who wasn't in a band? You know? It's true. So, um, let's go ahead and get to the meat of the, the podcast. 
which is roadblock end of the line. I lost the prediction. You did lose the a prediction. Freaking again. Whew. So we did we did a predictions we did predictions for Survivor series. Chris I lost. lost that. Mm-hmm. This was the the moment of redemption for you and you lost this I lost one it too. again. And so you felt it pretty good going in, right? And nobody even got a middle ground this time. You mm-hmm. either won. Yep. Y'all two won cuz y'all tied with four. For champion. 4 to 3. Mhm. I had three right, four wrong. So it, how it happened was I had the first three matches. I won those. I should never won against my boy, Mr. Who? Swan. I was just yeah. feel, I was feeling Brian Kendrick so Dude, strongly. I was watching with some people too. Nobody picked Rich Swan. I don't know why. It, it's I good felt though. bad about it. I feel well, good I did. about I feel good about the decision though. I feel really good that he's keeping it tough because everybody's titles changing every other show and it's retarded. Well. I... Okay, but <laughs> so you so, don't have to agree. That's so Chris, not what we're here you to did. Do. You got the most predictions for Roadblock end of the line. It's important to say that because I, I was trying to figure out why they kept saying end of the lines because they did a Roadblock this year already. Oh, back you know in what February. they sure did. I was thinking about it being last year, but it that was, was this a, year. Um, it was the one WWE Dean, um, exclusive. Yeah, it was a uh, Dean Ambrose versus Triple H for the WWE title. Yeah, was the sure main was. Event. So they did another roadblock in 2016, so they had to add a tag. Why? Line. I don't know why they would just not just do a different pay-per-view. Yeah, because they have like tons of pay-per-views they yeah. can pull from. We should write them a letter and find out. A, a nice a nice letter. So, Chris, you got the most of roadblock end of the line wrong. Mm-hmm. So what did you have to do as punishment for that? So I had to punishment. watch the uh, Triple H movie, Chaperone. The Chaperone. Which I forced my wife to watch with me. What did she Poor think? Of it? Her prediction. Before I hear what you think, what did your wife think about she, the show? She didn't think it was that bad. No? No, she she really likes Triple H. Now, <laughs> so she likes uh, what's her name? Abigail? Not it's Abigail. Who's who's the girl in it? I don't know. She was on Modern Family. Is she? I don't know. I never seen Ariel Winter. Something like that. All right, so I could, you, you can say whatever you want. I couldn't okay. tell you who it is. Home Girl Deluxe. My punishment is going to come probably next week. So, uh, we're going to post it on our YouTube channel. So make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel where I'm going to read a formal letter to triple h thanking him for the movie yeah that's that's <laughs> i just I, I think it's sad that you have to keep saying that it's the punishment is that you have to write him though because part of the punishment is just that you had to watch, watch it. did you movie, not yeah. think it was that bad um honestly it's not as bad as what i thought it was going to be now well, it's almost intriguing sam that uh it's not we a good have to watch it all together one day. it's well, not a bad movie i mean it's not a good movie it, by any means <laughs> it's the not front, a good the front movie. cover just looks like <laughs> triple h is on the front with his arms crossed like crap what did i get myself into? that's exactly what the whole movie is <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's weird like the on paper was it ponytail it's really triple h the whole time was this ponytail I, the whole time yeah he was clean shade ponytail so yeah. his, his nose uh, well other than the beginning of the movie when he had the fake beard mm-hmm he had a <laughs> no, pair. No, I think that's his real beard. There is no... Go watch that again. That is definitely I've, not I mean, his, I haven't watched it in a while. It's definitely not his real beard. I mean, it might have been. It was a glued-on fake beard. That's really bad. Because he usually has facial hair. I don't know why they wouldn't let him just There was no way he was going to be able to grow this beard out that quick, so... Well, they, they, they filmed it in New Orleans, too. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I hate about it is that they go to the Natural History Museum in New Orleans, which I know doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. All these things that they go to in the city of New Orleans, which are not in the city of yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, like, I was looking at the museum, and I'm like, man, I want to go to that museum, because that doesn't exist here. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, you know, if you can, if they got the people who make the video packages to make the WWE movies, they'd be a lot better. Because <laughs> uh, it's not even that the plot was, the plot is not good. It's not good. But it's not, I mean, you could argue that the Kindergarten Cop plot was not good either, but that was still an enjoyable that movie. That movie's awesome. Yeah. But I think, like, directing, editing, film, every part of The Chaperone felt like a B, C, D level 
kind of thing. Or most WWE films. Yes. It feels very... <laughs> Cheap. Direct to DVD. Cheap. Yeah. yeah. That's why watching the movie <laughs> is not as bad as what you would think it is. It's not, like I said, it's not good. Yeah. But this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Would you be surprised if it ever aired on television? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it airs on television. I don't think it's good enough to air on television. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think it's it's like here's the, here's the whole thing. I'm a I'm a giant horror fan. Okay, I've seen way 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 worse movies. Well, see, but when things are that bad, then it's... I can enjoy it because it's so bad. Chaperone isn't bad enough to be like oh, it's enjoy. I'm making it... I'm enjoying how bad it. And is. that's true. That it's not like it's like so bad. It's funny. Yeah. Because it's and I, not. And I, thought, <laughs> and I thought all the people in it that, you know, they tried. Triple Even H Triple didn't H. do He did a good job. Yeah, yeah, he did a good know, job what he's doing. I, guess, I don't know. I don't know. He made right. money, guys. So he anyway, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch my uh, thank you letter to Triple H. And if you want to, go ahead and tweet it out to him so maybe he'll see it. Um, but let's he's go trying ahead and to forget wait. that he did that, I promise. Do we What's have- that? He's, he's, he's trying to forget that he made that movie, I promise. Well, remind him that he made this movie. Yeah. Right, you have to. It's There's actually a history. small bone we have to pick. I was about to say, you better bring that up, sir. What what bone? What are you talking uh, about? There's, uh, there's this tiny... It's a blue bone. Uh, YouTube channel, I don't know if you ever heard of it. Uh, very tiny. Very small. Small, small, small. The one that uh, pops called... up in an ad in the small right part yeah. of your phone. <laughs> you're just like called playing. what culture? What culture? Hmm. What? You may have heard of I feel them. like I may have heard of those fellows. So... They do a punishment thing to prediction on their YouTube channel, which what I didn't even know about. Every week does a, I mean, it's it's not every week. It's the, every week now because mm. WWE does a pay per view every week now. But for every pay per view, they also make predictions with a winner gets the title, loser gets some kind of retribution punishment for getting the most wrong too. Did they do a uh, prediction video for Roadblock End of the Line? Uh, they sure did because you sent me the link to it. Did I? Yes, you did. Did they do a punishment similar to the fact that your punishment was watching The Chaperone for them watching this exact same pay-per-view? You would be correct in saying that, sir. Would you say that they did the exact same thing? Other than we're going to take it a level further that we're going to write a thank you letter? Yeah. But they did that. Yeah. A formal thank you letter. Yeah, a formal. At that. We had discussed doing uh, watching Chaperone as a punishment, but I thought, that's not enough. We got to do something a little extra, hence the thanking Triple H with a letter. And and then they come along a couple of days later and say that their punishment also is watching the chaperone. Like, and it, what the I, hell? And it definitely came out after ours. It came out after yes. us too. Yeah. Check the timestamps, guys. <laughs> For the same show, like not even like it, in a couple months they do another one and then they say the chaperone for that do we need to start doing predictions if they're going to start doing everything we do do we have to predict that too now (laughs) like we aired our podcast saying the loser has to watch chaperone and then like three or four hours later i put on what culture's new prediction video and they say the loser has to watch the chaperone i mean what are the that's that's weird, right? Let's just do this, guys. Let's just say, all right, thank you, What Culture. We appreciate I'm it. I'm not thanking we're just gonna say, for anything. We're just going to say this, guys. We're going to get as much subscribes for these guys, and they're just going to help us out and get as much followers <laughs> as we can get. They're not going to do anything. In all actuality, it is a very, very strange coincidence. It was yeah. it was very weird. Well, I was up really late, too, uh-huh. and I almost thought, like, I rewound because I thought, like, that's not what There's no I'm way just, that's I happening. thought that in my head because I thought that would be funny. And then, no, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. This is the kind of thing that I feel if I told anybody. Like, I don't know if y'all care. And I was like, yeah, it's, I guess. And he's like, what's the chaperone? I don't understand. I almost thought you were telling a joke. Yeah, right? So and I was um, like, that's not funny. So let's go and get into uh, Roadblock. 
end of the line. End of the line. I'm sorry. Match, match of the night, guys. It has to be what was match of the night? What was match of the night was by far Cesaro and Sheamus versus the New Day, in my opinion. Did you not think that was the match of the night? What is what is that? Did you Okay, first of all, are you not having your bootios? Do you not like the New Day? Do you dislike No, I like, no, I like cuz he's Day, a, he's so. sad about his his best best favorite is making up words friend. Well, we'll get to we'll get to we'll get I to I know we're going to get to, but we'll that's We'll get his to Chris's th- man crush when he's when why uh, the Zaro Sheamus. It was it was fine. It was all right, man. It was fine. I thought yeah. they they came out guns a blazing. I mean, it wasn't a very long match. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a good, you know, a fitting final match for the New Day's title reign. And, they, uh, you know, their their epic longest reigning title reign of well, all time. That's what they time do. They, they always hype up title reigns and then right after it. All right. Lose good it. job. Lose it. Yep. And we thought this was for no reason, but apparently just got set up at uh, uh, Salute Your Yeah, while we were filming the this, they were doing the uh, yeah. Tribute to the Troops. Yeah. I never... I mean, I feel bad. This was the 14th annual tribute to the troops. I still haven't watched and, it. And uh, it was okay. The Shield reunion, little. there's a little ditty I heard where about that, yeah. the New Day was talking and then the club. The saddest part about it is that the New Day was saying that they were the one of the best like three-man groups ever. And then AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson showed up saying that they were awesome. Wow. And when you look at Carl Anderson, he looks so sad. Like, really? Like, we're not awesome here. No, we're like, not we awesome. Had to just, we just have to keep uh, referencing New Japan. I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to see that poor man sad and then and then they're like and then they pan over and then it's dean ambrose seth rollins and roman reigns and they're just kind of laughing off like yeah y'all are the best and then they leave and that's it that's all that happens. that's it no, that's all that happened and that was the best part of the show they uh, need to start, i did hear that they need to start some kind of triples tournament or something in a wwe feeling I on the horizon the, see the second they do it though i feel like they're not i mean the new they day don't have enough roster the to second do they yet. do it the new day will break up and they won't even really have any other than the wyatts they don't have a lot of three-man groups they can make some three man. Three man band could come back. <laughs> the three man band could come back. Uh, no match of the night to me. I think it was Flair uh, and Banks. I mean that was also that was also an awesome match. Do you want to talk about the heat that everyone has on Charlotte versus Sasha and the title switching back and forth? I don't care. I don't care either. But everyone, like, so, I don't everyone, care. Why uh, is everyone mad dislike, about that? Do you dislike the? It's too. It's too too close together. Who cares? But so what? Like, why is that a bad She's going to be why a 16-time a... champion like her father by next year. Who cares? So what? That's silly. Like, why, why, why Her dad that... did it for a longer period of time and went across and built his character up over years and going around the different smaller territories and different promotions. They don't have that anymore, granted. But they have, yeah, people, exactly. that come, they have people that are coming up that you can give them chances and then you can come back after your belts fake it from you for a couple months and say, hey, remember who belt that belongs to? Belongs to me. Well, it's just like... When I f- one of the they're doing every m- match too possible. Yeah, I Iron love Man, that. Hell they're in doing, a cell, every, they're doing every gimmick that they can. I think that that's epic. It makes it like seem like they're the only two women wrestlers that could do it, but they're not. But they, it's not the problem I have with that is that it's a problem or an issue. The issue is people want everything all at once. This this the years you know Charlotte and Sasha aren't like going okay now we're leaving and then now they're going to put other women up. That's the rivalry that's happening right now. Yeah, and then now that it's over, you got Nia Jax versus Sasha, and you're gonna have Charlotte versus Bailey. They can't do all of it all at once. Yeah, but they did all the exact same stuff in NXT, and everybody watches WWE. Most people watch both programs. I do. I see. I disagree with that. Yeah, that's, I don't think that the that's numbers true. actually I think disagree that with most that. Most people do not watch NXT. Well, I did. I know you did, <laughs> uh, but I I did too. But it doesn't bother me. It's I just it doesn't bother me. The only thing is, I think it's little, I think it's a little silly. But why? My do you favorite think it's word silly? to say silly. Because well, like, it goes it goes on too often and too quickly. It's but, 
But I like, like to see when it's it goes around and gives everybody a chance to prove themselves. You know, not necessarily you have to... The alternative to not changing the belts so often is for Charlotte to have just held the belt, which means if they're going to have Sasha versus Charlotte that often, then Where Charlotte wins loses. every single time. Well, why can't somebody that defend Sasha... it and just prove, like, hey, I'm the champion. You almost came this close. And then talk about it for, like, two months, how you came this close and you build it up. Like yeah. the big, huge rivalry. I'm gonna bring an ECW. Oh my god! Cue it. Cue the noise. I'm bringing up an ECW thing. Taz. Will, I'm ta- going to make you a sound effect. T- yeah. The Taz and Sabu rivalry. Uh huh. That built up for an entire year before they wrestled mm-hmm. each other, and when they finally did, it was nuts oh, yeah. because it was a matter of like it was like everybody was just boiling, waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Because Taz would come into the ring and demand that Sabu would come out and face him just to talk, like talk to him. You know, I want to talk to you. I want to get something straight. And then Sabu would never show up. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes he would jump Taz or something would happen. And then finally the lights went out and Sabu showed up in the middle of the ring. And then it was a crazy match. I'm just saying. It was, they need to build it up. Well, I'm just saying this is one section of an entire show of two separate brands with one championship that's being booked that way. And it's being booked that way. None of the other championships are being done that way. So it's an isolated to that one thing. I don't understand. Like if you if if Charlotte had been champion for two years, would that have been better? Because okay. they do that with people. Let's all talk the time. about let's talk about Nikki Bella. Exactly. So she had the belt for how long? Longer a boring amount of time. So yeah, but who did she wrestle that you could say, "Oh man, that was a great rivalry." Nobody. Nobody. I'm That's sa- my point. Well, I know it's your point you're trying to make, but I'm <laughs> I'm trying to say also she can have. She, there's nobody to put her against. So you didn't necessarily have to keep the belt on somebody. Put on something else. Try something Here, else. Here's my problem with WWE and the, uh, the, a small thing. If somebody has the belt, I'm like, well, that guy is going to hold on to it for this amount of time because they're not going to take it away from him so quick. Exactly. And then that makes things predictable. Exactly. So now whenever I watch one of her matches, it's like, oh, she can lose the belt tonight. Yes, exactly. Is this becoming like the Walking Dead effect? Who's going to die tonight? Well, it's just... It makes it puts in a level of unpredictability yeah. into the matches. Well, I like I I'm like used to be able to go. Well, I know what's going to happen tonight because they've had the belt for this long, or he's only had the belt for three weeks. Yeah, but I just they don't have time to carry the belt and really be like I'm the champion. Like the Miz, I like the Miz's champion the because he yeah. because he carries it well and then he has it for a little but bit. He talks it and but he's it. put that as part of his character. But it's not just yeah. that, it's that you can't just have everybody doing the same thing at the same time. Gosh, you guys are ganging up on me tonight. It's I'm not great. trying to, I'm just saying. I like it. Well, like, he's, he's wrong. The way I'm looking at it from a big Nobody's picture right or wrong. is that Charlotte hasn't lost a pay-per-view match since she's been on the main roster. That's a good quote. And I heard that. when it's just Charlotte versus Sasha, you could argue that it's bearing the other girls. In my opinion, the point is that they have plenty of time to talk about everybody. They don't have to do it all at once. Right now it's the Sasha-Charlotte time yeah and then in a few months they'll do they'll bring up everybody else so that there's there's throwing bailey in there here and there but if you put the belt back and forth on sasha and charlotte yes it does make it just about the two of them that's the point is that this belt is just about two women and it makes everyone riled up about the other people so that then when somebody does get involved like Mm. bailey is people get excited yes all right finally somebody new that's going to be in here so that when bailey does beat charlotte which i'm going to say is going to happen at wrestlemania People will lose their minds because finally somebody has broken through getting out of that back and forth of of it being just about Charlotte and just about Sasha. Now here's a new person. And then Bailey's immediately over. We have a lot of passion about this subject. And Chris doesn't even like the women wrestling. Uh, No, I like the the women on Raw. Raw. Not girl matches. 
I, I, okay, so what else happened on that? <laughs> what else happened on that? <laughs> on. Okay, uh, we got that one moved quick. Did you like the reappearance of... I just I, he's not evil Neville, but I feel like that should be his official oh, man, name. I forgot. I love evil Neville. Um, the that evil was troll. Awesome. It, with the yeah. whole greatest thing about that, and it kind of you know you know how I feel about the cruiserweights. The crowd was thanking Neville for coming out there to stop Which makes what it was feel happening. So bad. You, you know, felt great about that. Chris, oh, didn't it, you? It, it, the match was really good. Now I did like the match. It was. It was. And I, Sam can contest this. I do not like three ways. You hate that's all WWE does now too. <laughs> I hate I hate them and, every week. And the cruiserweights held it together because that's they have pace, they have good pace and good good rhythm. Yeah. Even though you know Brian Kidrick is the older senior to these guys, and he's not going to be keeping up as much as the other guys are. I don't think he's missed a step. I mean, I think he's not, but he's not like he's not he's not, he's not doing, Swan. Yeah, yeah, he's not doing fr- front somersaults, dodging things. Yeah, like it's just um, flowing water. Well, yeah, he's not a he's not a. Uh, I wouldn't call Brian Kendrick a high flyer, at least not anymore. He used to be, but yeah. he's a very grounded. It reminds me of when Jamie Noble first came to WWE, very kind of the ground of the cruiserweight division. They kind of yeah. built it around him where they have all the kind of guy, the guys flying around him, and then he stays doing the more submission-based ground pound kind of style. Uh, but Almost like Psychosis. Psychosis would do that back in WCW mm-hmm. and ECW. He would do some you know, suicide dives and some hurricanradas and stuff like that. Yeah, he but was he a bigger would do a lot dude, of though, wasn't he? That wasn't that? Main thing. He was a bigger dude, no. Uh, he was just a little bit taller. Ray Mysterio was 5'2". He, was, he happened to be like 5'6 <laughs> yeah, or 5'7", yeah. so he looked bigger. Yeah. And he had you know horns and huge hair, so he looked, his persona was huge looking. But, you know, where was I going with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't, just, just, I don't, I think, but see... Bringing up WCW's cruiserweight division, mm-hmm. they seem to be putting the, I don't want to say shackles on the cruiserweights on the main roster. I thought the cruiserweight classic was awesome, mm-hmm. but they haven't, they don't get the time, they don't get the, the, the presence, but they're also just not allowed to be different. The whole point of it being... Yeah, they are. They got their own ring. But that's all the, that's my point is that if you, if... I think the cruiserweight division would be doing better if they, they need a didn't different acknowledge referee. that. If the colors, if they didn't change everything to purple, yeah, to make it so to different. make it so different, they need the, they need well, an actual referee too that's that. going to keep up with them. That's like almost like some red shoes and like from New Japan. Yeah. It's some somebody that's unique to the actual action to where well, that keeps up with it. Well, yeah, I don't think that they're. It's it's not even that they don't have somebody who can keep up with it. They're not letting them get to that pace. Yeah, so they're telling everyone these cruiserweights are very different but then all the agents i'm just assuming are telling them to not be as flashy to make the other guys on the roster look bad so then they're not being different so then the audience doesn't care because everyone the w is like kind of shaking a new toy them going look at this thing that's different from everything else but then when you watch it it's not different than anything else well then the fact that they're smaller well they they brought they brought it back that's the fact they brought back cruiserweights but there's yeah. always been cruiserweights. That's what I'm saying. There've always been cruiserweights. They just... So Finn Balor, yeah, yeah. Um, tiny dude. Ju- they're called I mean, they juniors and have... junior heavyweights the, in Japan. The majority of the roster now is cruiserweights. They had to yeah. lower the weight for a cruiserweight. Chris Jericho because if they was didn't, a cru- then most of the roster would technically be a cruiserweight. Elgin Seth Erica. Rollins is a cruiserweight. Everybody on the main roster except Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens are, are cruiserweights, basically. Yeah, because back Many in know, the... besides Braun and uh, speaking you know. of Roman. Yeah, he oh, lost. Jump to that Speaking character. of Roman, were you best upset? friends? Chris, did you think that Roman? Did you say that Roman Reigns was going to win the Universal Championship at Roadblock? I said he's going to win the match, but he did not win. The- so he- that was the best part. So wait, too, I right? Got, so okay, I got a question. So if he won, he got both belts. 
Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. way, it would they won both belts. Belts would have went to no. whoever. No, no it was no. just one way. Because even uh, Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens screams belt. at Roman uh, Reigns gotcha. in the match about it um, that he was a wuss for not putting up his belt. Yeah. Okay. That was so great. It was good. Yeah. The best part of almost every Kevin Owens match is listening to him yelling at his opponent. Mm-hmm. I've heard him do. He had like I think he was. He's talked to Stone Cold when he was younger. He mentioned it on one of his podcasts that the advice that Stone Cold gave was like just keep talking. Yeah. Just always I, be I didn't talking. Hear that. Yeah. And he. He, you know, well, the reason why I, hung with him, and the reason, all the time he's just talking nonstop in the ring. The reason why I asked if uh, both belts were up because in both directions, but maybe that's why they did that finish for sure, so that no matter what, you know, nobody the belts stayed where they were. Well, I thought, yeah, so you can't you can't have a belt change of disqualification. I think it was more of a we. Chris wants crap. to get. Yeah, crap. <laughs> Chris wants to get a bit of a lick in on Kevin because he's been upset with him, mm-hmm. but then. Now I'm good. I got a I got a shot in on you, and now we're cool, and you get to still be champion. So we're still tech- together, the universal champion. Yeah, it was you that pointed it out to me. Yeah, like that that was for no reason whatsoever. Because normally finish. a guy would come in and he hit the other guy, so technically Roman would the match would have been over. Win, but Kevin would keep the belt. Right. That's the first. I can't think of another time where that kind of thing happened, where somebody attacks their own partner. Own yeah, that's yeah. that's the only first time I can remember something like that happening. I know that there was something where. Like Triple H was in a rivalry with the Big Show, and Big Show was in a number one contender match against Shawn Michaels, and uh, Triple H hit uh, Shawn mm. so that it would cost the Big Show. So it was like he was helping the Big Show, but he was really hurting the Big Show. Right. Because that's what's basically happening. When you interfere, you attack the other person because mm-hmm. you're with that guy, but then it costs that guy the match. <sighs> So you lost. I'm sorry. Did you not think End of the Line was that great of a show? Uh, it was a, It was an okay. All the, all the wrestling? Wrestling. Was really good. The pro wrestling. Now, is that a point that that's a problem? No, 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 no. no well, just think if, if if the if the wrestling was all right, but then that doesn't make think like what does a wrestling show have to have for it to be a good show? This was a good show. I, I, I'm not, maybe underselling it. I, I thought it was a good show. Uh, there was belt changes, nobody which I liked. liked. Nobody likes it. From what I I, I enjoyed the show, then mm-hmm. I got online afterwards and just nothing but hate. What were they Mostly because on? Charlotte won the because oh, Charlotte won the women's title see, and Sasha Banks tapped out. Two seconds, like all this stuff that are just like are minor little things, like as if people don't watch wrestling. What do you call those people, Sam? Marks. Marks? God bless you. So just we're gonna take a small break. Internet nerds. Yeah. <laughs> what was? It? What are we doing? We're what? we're we're positive nerds. There you go. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And sometimes marks. Oh, mm-hmm. everybody's a mark. We'll see. Everybody's a mark. Let's talk about that after the break. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll be right back. Do that. We're gonna hear some words from our friends. Be right back. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. 
Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. And welcome back. All right. Chris, did you um get a wrestling ring? I see there's a toy wrestling ring on your shelf behind you. Uh, that's just uh, the stage. Titan Tron. Oh, it's just the stage. Just okay. Titan Tron. Did you ever get, do you have like one of the, the play toy wrestling rings? No, no, I had one when I was a kid. No. Yeah. I had, I told you, you know, I had one where the ring ropes wouldn't connect, which can't be what I'm supposed to do. There's not enough slack for it to tie it around the final post. So it's just end Is to end. Is there a turnbuckle on each one? Yeah, it's three separate ropes for each turnbuckle, but then at the end, it's like, I don't know if I was missing a fastener for it. Was it like an or... old NWA ring or something? Just no, it was cheap a, ropes? It was a, you know... <laughs> no, it like was old a, ECW you know... ring? Is this duct tape? It's, you know, it's, this, it's the generic WWE where you get the toy, you come with the figures, and you can get the extra shark cage that hangs above if you want, which is ridiculous because WWE has never, doesn't do shark cage things. That's a WCW just, thing. Yeah, Staying in Robocop. Well, actually, actually, you know what? I say, I take that back. I take that back. Did you like that segue, Chris? Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a good segue. <laughs> so, uh, the on Raw they announced that six weeks, which is a really long time out from yeah, that is know, a long time. That the Royal Rumble it's going to be. It's Roman. good. We need the break. Yeah, uh, Roman yeah. versus uh, Kevin Owens for the Universal Title again. Again, but so which that, is a really interesting way to keep Roman out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean he's not. Usually, the people in the world title matches aren't in it. That's but true. Sometimes they he do could enter still be afterwards. In it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think yeah, about that. Yeah, it's usually like the U.S. or the IC champs. Sometimes will be in there. But I mean, I've even seen it where whoever didn't win whatever title matches enter the Rumble later. They never win it. Yeah, but you know, they just want to uh, jump in. But um, so Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho will not be able to interfere because he will be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. They did it at NXT a few weeks ago when everyone thought it was crazy because Paul Ellering had been on TV for like, what, a month and had barely interfered in anything. This at least makes sense because Chris Jericho has actually interfered in every Kevin Owens match. That's interesting that they put Paul Ellering in a cage above the ring. Like, why did they do that to an old man? It was stupid then. It was stupid then. (laughs) It's less stupid now. Is it less stupid? Yeah, I kind of I mean, I like that Chris, you know, he was, you know, selling like he's claustrophobic and doesn't like small spaces. Arachnophobic, yeah. all that stuff. There could be a spider in it. So ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, this Raw was so silly. Every Christmas episode It's not that bad now. I actually silly. enjoyed the Raw a lot. Really? Yeah, I really did. I see, like, I didn't think it was bad, but I found myself falling asleep the whole time. The uh, Enzo uh, sensitivity training. <sighs> Did you see a few years ago when Daniel Bryan was Did in the anger, anger management? management? Yeah, yeah, it was like that, but anger management was funny. This one wasn't that. I mean, I like Bo Dallas making appearances, uh, but yeah, we need uh, more Bo Dallas. We need more Bo. I don't need a Jinder Mahal rivalry. Enzo and Cass versus the inevitable teaming of Rusev and Jinder Mahal. The foreigners. Yeah. yeah. You know? What? So I the, mean, it'll be some Jinder Mahal will take a pin. It's you know? a new international team again with Rusev. Don't even. League of Nations. How many? It was less than a year ago, and I'm still not over the the burn of the League of Nations. Tell me, Sam, how silly was that? Very silly. Top of the line silly. 
But uh, I liked Braun murdering everybody. That was the best. That part was of interesting. Raw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that? I mean, I don't like that. Now everyone assumes that Braun he'll be a threat to win the Royal Rumble, but he better not win. Is the he going to be? Is he going to hold the new record of eliminating the most people in a no, Rumble? I think no. they're going to leave that on Roman for a while. That's your boys. Not they're going to take it from. Watch. You want to do a prediction on it right now? On who wins the Royal Rumble? We got to no, play. Who, who we has... got to wait. No, no. Prediction on who's going to throw out the most people. Oh, Roman. Roman? Uh, he, they, 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 it's not going to get beat. We need, we need, we need to wait <laughs> until we find out who's even going to be in the Royal Rumble. But, uh, okay. um, Sasha Banks is obviously getting in a storyline with Nia Jax. Yep. And then Bailey is going with Charlotte. Which I would think is... I actually expected that not to happen because I, th- I was thinking it was going to be Charlotte versus Bailey at WrestleMania. That seems like well, maybe they're slow building it. Slow like building it. Yeah, like it doesn't mean see. that they're going to be at the Royal Rumble. They're they just, should do they're like teasing. With it. everything we said earlier in the podcast, I really think they should do a slower burn for she, uh, because Bailey Charlotte was talking Bailey. a lot about how she did her Iron Woman match mm-hmm. a lot, and I was just like, you know what? Yeah, they're the they two winners to... of the Iron Woman matches, right? So I was like, I agree, girl. But I thought that Raw was kind of not bad, but just it was just there. The most exciting thing I thought that happened was that they made new tag team championship belts, which uh, I guess I forgot all better. about that actually. Uh, and they booed instantly when they saw them. Because the audience. Because I like creativity. Where were they at for Monday belts. night? This, this there was week. a time where all the belts they were not in Pittsburgh, which is what uh, Mick Foley said they were in. He said yeah. right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There and everyone Columbus, was like, "Ohio, like, that's not where we're at." Oh, that was well, maybe so bad. Ohio's the new Pittsburgh. Foley is so he was probably calling them that because they were acting like a Pittsburgh crowd. No, he's just an old. He called man. It, like right after he said it, he was like, he kind of hesitated. He looks so sad. He uh, he's out that... too. Uh, I think he's about to have surgery. Really? Yeah. So oh, he's gonna man. be gone for a while. Poor I've been watching Foley. Holy Foley lately. It's a pretty good show. My girlfriend hates it. Sam doesn't like it. Apparently, I like no, it. I, I just, I don't. I didn't get the network so I could watch reality television. I mean, I guess I did because I'm watching wrestling. You're watching which is reality the same television thing. right <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> that's true. But just you know, I don't need diversity in my programming and that kind of diversity. I don't. I don't. Sorry like if I'm clogging up your programming with that. That's right. But uh, you know, the Raw and SmackDown t- tag titles are like old Sega Genesis video games where. I'm Sub-Zero in the dark blue, and then you're going to be Sub-Zero in the lighter blue. It's the same that's, thing. That's the tag belts true. are this yeah. color. Mirror match? Just an invert color. It doesn't bother me. Like, I guarantee you, AJ's belt's going to be blue in a few they, weeks. I hope they it's don't. I hope happen. they keep it black. I promise you it's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be ridiculous. I do not like that either. I don't like the mirror match belts. I like uniqueness to what it's for. Yeah. You know, if it's, a, mer- if it's a U.S. belt... Hey, if it's the shape of USA, God bless it. They announced the uh, the United Kingdom Championship, which oh yeah, I forgot same, all about that. Yeah, the belt frame is the same, but it's got a nice plate on the inside that looks, it looks like a, a cruiserweight one. It looks like an uh, a heritage like symbol for somebody. You know, when you're like like crest. family crest, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend's like, ooh, she just happened to like see it. She's like, ooh, I like that. She just pointed. Yeah, and it I does like look that. good. It does look good. But just raw, everything on it just kind of feels like it just happens. But then the next week. It doesn't like nothing feels like it, there's any consequence for it. As opposed to SmackDown, which is why I like SmackDown a lot more, is that things happen on SmackDown and like then it uh, matters. AJ and uh, Ellsworth. AJ, match. okay, you gonna like you gonna they keep, matter, huh? You, you know what? You know what, Chris? I I thought that all of that build so that I could watch AJ Styles beat the crap out of James Ellsworth. It. it was awesome, and then seeing him come out in the back when he was all bandaged up, he was, was just responding saying, "Ooh, um, ah." So that, I think that was the official like pin. Yeah. In the story. Like, I they don't have to do that anymore. It's weird. It is weird that he cost Dean the title, and that Dean doesn't seem to care. 
and that he's not he i thought he turned heel but then i guess he didn't turn heel they need to just just to go ahead and finish it they need dean to mess with ellsworth like two more times like to screw up two of his matches and then just forget about that i really think that they're gonna end up it's gonna be end up being dean like phil was saying a few like a month ago that they might start doing dean and and ellsworth like as a team which i don't i don't want to see happen he walked off with uh carmella yeah, that's weird. So, what storyline are they gonna do with him and Carmella? Because Carmella's gonna—he's gonna be her heater. <laughs> Carmella's gonna teach James Ellsworth to do the moonwalk in those red sweet boots. Yeah, F A B U L O U S. Um, what other very the other like thing that stuck out in my head was the Miz um, Renee Young the Miz Renee Young thing was savage. total diva show just turned don't, into. Oh my goodness! I don't really care about the fact when you bring up that Renee Young is on total diva. Divas now. I haven't watched the new season, but Miz is on it because Maurice is on it and Renee's on it, so Dean's on it, I assume. Yeah. So it is Total Divas. Okay. Totally. But SmackDown is the Total Divas show. Personally, I love Renee Young. I do too. So involving her oh, wait till you see to her a degree where she'll be in more, this show, um, wink, I don't think is a bad thing. So acknowledging that and, uh, you know, anytime anybody slaps the Miz, I think it's awesome. <clears throat> but, you know, I think I do like it when. There's something that's kind of like a white elephant. Everyone knows that Renee Young is dating Dean. And always I think had, everybody yeah. knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But it's never been acknowledged. That was the first time that's ever been ever. acknowledged yeah. on WWE. And in a very Miz way. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the Total Bella show, I would have been surprised about it. But Now, you know, that could lead to just where Renee's in Dean's corner for a match against Miz with Maurice. So that he won't I cheat. I don't know. I don't see. I, I still cannot see her in a ring. Like, I don't want that. That's, that's kind of the point. That's why it's an interesting scenario because you Maybe. can't see her. I don't know. I she's she's becomes you know she's going to be in there interviewing people, talking to people backstage, doing the pre-show um you know panel with all the legends mm-hmm. and all. That's that's her place. You can't kind of shut she's, her down and say, "All right, you're in the corner for your man. Well, Stand no, over there." You say that, but then also Michael Cole is undefeated at friggin' WrestleMania. Okay, <laughs> they pull people who are correspondents into matches all the time. Yeah, all but Michael time. Cole's more of a joke. Renee Young's not a joke. She's, no, I know that's why she would she would get some solid moves in. We'll see. You know, maybe she's down at I mean, the I don't performance see, center. Performing. I don't see Maurice as a performer anymore, like as a wrestler anymore. But she's, but she's actually one of the like longest reigning diva. She's a legit martial ever. artist, though. She she knows what. Look it up. Maurice is a martial artist. Yes, sir. What Chris what, is shaking his head. Yes. What belt does she? Have? I <laughs> Are did you not. saying yes? <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait a minute. I don't. No, she first, actually. She. Uh, I was watching something like the, the top French ten. Do karate? No. <laughs> wow. French Canadian. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean that. But no, did, she. But I didn't know. I that. watched like a top ten wrest- like wrestlers. You didn't know that new like martial arts or something like that. I watched too many top ten videos. My girlfriend gets mad at me for that. Lots of what culture? No, it wasn't that. It was. Uh, most of them are from them because they do a lot of them. But it's she. I don't remember exactly, but you know, it's probably like Kramaga or like Kung Fu or some stuff like that. Who would karate. win in a karate match between Maurice and Eric Bischoff? Definitely Eric Bischoff. You yeah. saw those sweet gloves. Yeah, right. Sparring good God. gloves. Continue. Okay. Um, you saw a spin thought, kick. He had some pretty good spin kicks. I thought. Uh, again, Luke Harper wrestling one on one. Him versus Dean. I love Luke Harper. I don't know I, if I do it's too. just that anytime yeah. he has a match that I think it's great. But I thought his match with uh, Dean was great. I watched it with Philip, and I yeah. said the same thing. I love Luke Harper. So, well, those two guys are independent beasts. When they were in Independence, they mm-hmm. they ran whatever show they played. I'm sure. Yeah. And you know anything I've seen that's televised or well, it wasn't on TV, but it was on the internet, which is YouTube or whatever. Which way you see it, um, you know they're they're gonna get in the ring and they're gonna put on a good match. They don't need to talk. 
They're just going to go in there. Both of them just go straight to the ring, wrestle. They talk. They tell the story. That's what you hear old wrestlers talking about. Man, that match was such a great story. But they weren't talking about what they, they said before, after, during the match. They talked about how they performed in the match. And another thing that I pointed out to Chris, and he was like, maybe you're right, Philip." Is the the camera angles made the ring seem smaller than usual? See, I don't. You say it's, that. I was watching it. Look at it. It does not look smaller. It looks the same. They were using the weird WCW like they were using um instead of like a hard camera shot, they were using a lot of the the shots right like right at the top rope ring like shoulder yeah. level instead of like a big panoramic view. Yeah. So this way, it probably camera, felt that but way. It doesn't. But I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I don't. You know. You Dude, I told them it's the holiday ring. They got the I holiday ring in there. It's not the it's smaller. <laughs> Okay. If I'm right, I don't think if you're right, then all right, I'll give you twenty bucks. But I really Hell don't yeah. think I don't think it's a twenty by twenty ring, and it's always been a twenty by twenty ring. Um, There's no way that this one random episode of SmackDown something has we a missed from last ring. week. I'm gonna <laughs> write them a letter, missed, but we found out about it after. Uh, Zach Ryder is definitely out. Yeah, for a while he's uh, put post posted pictures of his uh, knee surgery, so he dislocated his knee. I really don't like, that. and I really love Zack Ryder. So, so was so so what was up with that match? I like Zack Ryder as much as I don't like. No, that's not true. But I don't like Mojo Rawley. Yeah, and Mojo Rawley. <laughs> what was that like... match? Was it the new partner and old partner feud? Yeah, it was Kurt Hawkins and Mojo. That was interesting. They didn't really acknowledge that, but it was. It was you, Kurt Chris, you, you made a comment how Kurt Hawkins can never like. Get like, over that dude just sucks. TNA, no where he, he's good. He's really good. TNA, he, same they thing. Just, they either don't use they are obviously not using him, uh, right? I mean, if he can't get over, whose fault is that? Well, the the Chuck Norris facts didn't help. No, but if he was as awesome as I don't know, that's a backwards logic, but that's WWE yeah. logic. Like, if you're awesome, you'll get over. Get over no matter what. You get well, over. They, that you dude get over. The get first over three matches that he had, he got lost in two seconds. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that's how you're supposed to get over? Yeah, but James Ellsworth got over. Because uh, he's a novelty I act. know, but that's just saying, like, if that guy can get Ooh. over, what's your excuse? Just, you know, like... There's some I mean, passion talk right here. Like, seriously. I agree you with know? you. I agree he got, with he you. He got ten seconds. Of, he asked if he could do a promo. And then he ad-libbed some stuff and then got his ass kicked by Braun Strowman. And now mm-hmm. he's, I don't want to say a phenomenon, but he got a contract. Well, Kurt, you know? Her- Kurt Hawkins has been around, and they've acknowledged that he's been around. No, I know, but it's just... James Ellsworth has been around for a long time, but nobody knew who he was because he was a job or whatever, and then they gave him the chance. And it's a del- you know, it's hard to say... It's something you know, new. you got to do what they tell you to do, and you got to improvise in the minor ways that you can Make what within they give you what also. they tell you to do, right. but then you have to then get over while doing exactly what they tell you to do, even if what they're telling you to do is to suck or to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, Kurt's doing everything they tell him to do, but, you know, I, don't, I say the same thing for Apollo Crews. It's just, not everybody's going to get over. They're getting paychecks. You know? the Apollo you, Crews actually surprises me a little bit more than Kurt Hawkins. Now. I thought his match with The Miz was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. He I'll, always has good matches now. I liked that. Uh, but outside of the ma- um, his matches, it's a boring character. Yeah. I really he like, smiles a lot. That's his character. Sorry. Uh, I just think I think that SmackDown's the place for new characters. You know, they had that really crazy, awesome uh, Luchador woman that fought Alexa Bliss this week. That uh, was great. La, La Do- Luchadora. La Luchadora. La Luchadora. Okay, so then Becky Lynch put on that outfit going on Talking Smack afterwards. I don't Did know she? if you saw that. And then and uh, also on this episode of Talking Smack, Rhino was there dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> So she gets say, on there, she's running around, she sees Santa Claus, and she starts going, whoa, 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 keep him away from me, because I'm, and then with big dramatic pause, claustrophobic, and then goes, ah, 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 
And I just fell in... Oh my god, I love Becky Lynch so much. I don't know why. <laughs> she, that's just... Come on. She's such a sweetheart. And her accent probably made it great. Mm-hmm. Um, the SmackDown ended with um, Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin in the most boring match ever. But the coolest shirt ever but it was on the main Baron event Corbin. This time. It was the main event. I, those are two guys that I'm just really not into. Is that I'm the really most interesting not. part of the match? That Baron Corbin's wearing that ridiculous white Beautiful t-shirt? Shirt. That oh. Walmart t-shirt? That's not an authentic shirt, is that? I... Uh, we might have to look that one up. That is cool. <laughs> but uh, okay, so a lot of setup for next week SmackDown, yeah. which is the wild card finals. Yeah, what is that? What is that? I don't know. It wasn't. Is that wait, is a, is a wild card coming up in football? Are they starting to do wild card like? Uh, yeah, for a, the playoffs. So that's, that's what they got to compare to that. You know, they're trying to get I lingo, guess. same lingo going on. But that's only that I can say. The think. wild card finals because they've never talked about that before in no. wrestling, and they didn't explain it. It was the first time I've heard it. It's just next week's SmackDown Live is SmackDown Live the Wild Card Finals. They dropped know. the ball in that one, guys. They didn't explain it to us. Uh, so there's a a three way between Dolph, Baron, and AJ for the belt next week. Which AJ is going to win? Yeah, well, obviously. Well, I would I hope anyway. What about the uh, and then Alexa Bliss versus Becky for the women's title, which I think could go either way actually, but I think Bliss will retain. Yeah, her leg might actually get hurt though. Oh, and we also forgot the the biggest thing. Natalia came out as the mastermind. Do not say that that was the the biggest thing. That yeah, was huh? the biggest thing that she happened. Said this the week. B word twice. That was that was yeah. They did, she did they say did the throw, B word there twice. There was a lot of there was yeah. There was a lot of oh no. <laughs> we you say didn't, B word like we're, bitch we're, twice. There you go. I call it like the Save by the Bell cue where they where someone says something and they have like the, whatever comes on screen to make the audience go ooh. ooh. Oh, we did that. They did too. a lot. We did it, that. There was a lot of moments like that on SmackDown Chris, this week, which I hate. Ashley and I did. We were both like ooh. So oh, this is no. exactly why they brought up Total Divas way too much in this show. Yeah, they really did. Because all the Total Divas Fantastic. were on SmackDown. I Everybody think about that until but Lana is every, on this. All the yeah, you, uh, Alicia yeah. Fox too. You think that's why they divided the the, the women that way? I don't know. Oh yeah, most definitely. So you you had the Bellas, which had to go to SmackDown because John Cena and Daniel Bryan are there. That's where I mean, they were going to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have, um, <laughs> what is the... Uh, Sims is like, yeah. Naomi. Naomi, because the Usos are there. Yeah, so we true. had to go there. You say that, but then Carmella's on SmackDown, but Cass is on Raw. They're young. They ain't they're, worried about them. Sh- figured out. Sh- they're down on um, Total Bellas now. You're right. They should be. Oh, that, that would he's be way more interesting. And you can't teach that. Sammy, you know you should do. Wow. Write him a letter. There's so, the, uh, yeah. there's the uh, Fatal 4-Way tag match next week. I'm loving the Wyatt's tag champions. They haven't really done much with them, but I like that, that they're... I got a question they, for you about the Wyatts. Okay. What do you think about their pose in the ring? I love the pose. Pose what do you think is about an their important finish? thing. The, the Sister Abigail, Abigail into the RKO yeah. is awesome. It it's is a sweet awesome. combo. It's it so reminds awesome. me of this almost like any like sweet Japanese or independent tag team mm-hmm. that's just flowing. And like they, these are two guys that have been, you know, their own characters, strong characters for a long amount of time, but they've come together, nailed it. And they can just flow into their it's, finishing move, but and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because they they were they had the Survivor Series match, and they've had a couple matches sparingly in the last you know six weeks. But there's something about the presence of Bray Wyatt with the presence of Orton with each other it's, against seems, each other. I didn't think it was that great, but when they're together, I don't know why, but that just it, it seems works. wrong and right all I at know. the same time. Well, they just they have they bring out the confidence in each other. Mm. They just seem like. They both come off like, even though Orton's the 13-time, or what is he, 11, 12-time champion, and Bray's never won the belt, they both kind of talked, they have this kind of uh, communication in the ring together as if they're both like veterans that have been around for 20 years. You think this is a, wrestling's in in their blood. 
Wrestling you think yeah, this I mean, is they're, a... they're both second generation or third generation. Third... They're both multi-generation wrestlers. That's true. Do you think this is a way to start building up Bray again? Oh, I think it already like, is working. They should start to sm- smash it's... in everybody. I'm actually... The idea of it being Bray versus Orton at WrestleMania makes me really sad mm-hmm. already because of how awesome it's already. What been. do you think? Do you think it'd be pretty cool if uh, this would be like the newest like Dungeon of Doom type thing? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what they're like. You know what the Dungeon of Doom is, Chris? Like in the nineties, but a cool, Kevin, a cool dungeons. Yeah, dungeon it's Kevin Doom. Sullivan, the Taskmaster. He uh, would have like all these bad guy wrestlers, and a lot of them were like recycled. Are they all like horror characters and stuff. Uh, I sometimes don't know. see. They had the giant. I let you do the big it, show. Originally, I, that's where he do, debuted. Was in the Dungeon of Doom. I agreed with you, and I and I feel like I can't take it back now. You can't but now, t- the more I think about, it, I was like, please don't compare the White Family to the Dungeon of Doom. It was so, <laughs> the, it was so bad. It the was Zodiac. It, it got it got corny. The Zodiac. Yeah, I know. Got and, corny. Kevin Sullivan is the definition of corny. It was. It was a lot of horror characters. Wasn't it, it was like a Frankenstein. And like well, a, they did that at the beginning of it. Then it's a so, werewolf guy. But they had a lot of feuds with the Four Horsemen. First, they were working together, well, then they had feuds. Yeah. I'm kind of branching away from it, but what I'm trying to get with, you know, I started off with asking about what do you think of their pose? You know, Randy Orton has his show-off pose, and then Bray Wyatt's just got his arms open, like almost like the hardcore, like arms to the side, like, hey, you know, I can do anything. And then Luke Harper's just standing there with, look at these belts. Like, yeah. I don't know, I just feel like, I don't, I don't, they do the pose, and there's this full lights on them. There's no kind of like, neat lighting going on like when it come out this to the is, ring or thing this is this is hyper critiquing i am this film because i like the vogue. I, I am, what's wrong with the vogue the wide vogue? i'm hyper critiquing it because they're doing so great they need to put more into like everything they do to but that is something they're each doing a very distinctive thing i don't know how to i, I feel silly even even arguing over this good they're they i look made you good. say silly it, that it, was my goal there we go got, I won. Uh, got the silly. Bra- they got the follow the buzzer <laughs> pose and then you got Orton doing his pose, and then Luke's holding the know. belts as a third thing. I don't. Oh God, it's it's Let's a trading move card. into closing out the show. Follow the buzzards. Ten, ten count. count. Ten count. We're gonna move from this argument into another. Yeah, argument. we're going. Yeah, to we're, ten if count. We're, right. Y'all are gonna argue. We're gonna make it official. This is gonna when, be are you, this. when are you gonna start arguing, Chris? Okay, so I want to say this. We did the roadblock end of the line. Yes. Chris lost. Yes. Me and Phil technically tied. Yeah. But I'm a two-time and this champion was here. To, this was supposed to be for the, the, you know, who has our, you know, real or unreal, somewhat nerdy title. Uh-huh. So I think we should who have whoever wins this ten. This is a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. This is the tiebreaker. This is the tiebreaker. Sure, I'll do it. Okay. I'll win again. This is the win again. We've only done one, and I won that one, sir. He I definitely have, did. I have the. I have the tally. <laughs> I have the it was only right a week here. ago. <laughs> Ten counts. World famous. So it's uh, Philip against Sam. I pick the topic. They argue it out. I pick the sides that they're going to argue to. Ooh. Okay. And then you decide who wins and who loses. And then one of these days we're going to give the winner something. But right now it's just uh, bragging <laughs> right. I don't need any. I don't need a prize. I just need to pride. know that I win. We have pride right here. That's what this is all yeah. about. And I, I'm going to make it easier on me, Philip, <laughs> this time. It's going to be pretty easy on you, too, because I think you... Anyway, here's the topic. <laughs> all right. Are you going to give a side, too? Uh, since I've gotten crap since we started doing the podcast all together about who my favorite wrestler is, uh-huh. Sam's going to argue why uh, Roman Reigns is awesome. Okay. Philip's going to argue why he sucks. Wow. S- starting 
right now. I don't understand why anyone thinks that Roman Reigns sucks to begin with. Roman Reigns is one of the best wrestlers of this generation, and anyone that complains about it clearly just wants to whine and complain. I really don't understand. Sam, I got a what question for you. What is wrong with you. Roman Reigns? What is wrong with that? I got a question for you. Did the WWE just pay you to say that? No, they didn't. That sounds like a scripted. I don't need anything. Just told I don't need anything to, to recommend Roman Reigns. Okay, what do you what that do you want like, from a wrestler? That sounds what do you exactly want what from did. someone? Okay, first. No one wants to acknowledge this, but I like to look at attractive-looking people when I'm on television. Roman Reigns is an attractive man, all right? <laughs> so right there, from, from a demographic standpoint as your top guy, you got women who don't typically watch wrestling. They want to look at Roman Reigns. Every girl that I know loves Roman Reigns because of how handsome he is. It's called the cell phone or the internet. Whenever you want to look at something nice, you pull it up, you pleasure your eyes with that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about. <laughs> you know, we're talking about professional Vince McMahon wrestling. Vince doesn't want you pleasuring your eyes with your phone. They want you pleasuring your eyes. With the yeah, WWE he wants you to download the WWE app. He wants you to look at Roman Reigns, and so you got the you got you want someone that will appeal to everybody. So you got Roman Reigns, who's who's got the look that will appeal to that gets the, booed to the women attracted. He gets booed because people think that it's cool to boo him. Nope. That's why they boo him. Because he tries so hard, and when he's talking on his promos, it's like he's just trying to, like, oh, did I say it right? Maybe I'll try to spit something I can think off the top of my dome. Nope. Wait, my tattoos look kind of cool. Let me kind of flash my hair back so you can see the rest of my tattoos that my cousins have. Whoopie-doo. First of all, you're not the Incredible Hulk. You don't need to scream. Roman Reigns is part of... Samoan family. Roman Reigns. Whoopie do. Yeah, exactly, Chris. Who cares? He's Roman Reigns. They need to start talking about this guy that's the wrestler. They don't need to talk about the shield. They don't need to talk about his family heritage. They talk that's about why the they, shield they talk, with they, everybody they tra- that was in the shield. If you were Dean yeah, Ambrose, exactly. talk about the shield. You're Seth Rollins. We're not talking about that. We're talking Roman about Reigns Roman Reigns. The shield. They're going to talk about that with yeah, Roman Reigns. We're talking too. about Roman Reigns Roman and how Reigns. they got to put all these other. Um, affiliates to make him sound cool or build him up. Nobody else really. They don't needs need as to make him sound cool. He already sounds cool. He's got the good look. He's got the good outfit. He's got the good music. He's got the good entrance. He comes out. And he smashes people to pieces. Who's got the Who's got the most eliminations in the Royal Rumble, Phil? Dude, he it's sucks Roman so Reigns. bad. Chris, you're gonna agree with me on this one. He sucks so bad. He doesn't even come through the crowd anymore because people are starting to throw popcorn at him and yeah. stick candy in his hair. Well, I'm just and saying. Bubble gum. Let me put it to you this way: If Roman Reigns suddenly turned heel, do you not think that he would be the biggest star in the entire company? That the only problem that they have with him is that because the booing on him when you're is a strong heel, enough, how he many gets times? the biggest one of the biggest reactions of anybody that comes out there at every show. You're in. It doesn't matter if you love him or you hate him. He gets a reaction. Nobody ignores Roman Reigns. Sam, how many? How many wrestlers have you heard talk about their their history and their past in wrestling and said the easiest time they've had in wrestling was when they were a heel? That's, it's it's so much. I anybody can agree. Just that agree being with the me. Bad guy is always going to be easier. So than being if a good they guy. give their, if they give him the heel turn, that's just going to be just giving it to him. What He's not earning anything. You have to earn turning heel. You have to yeah, earn turning the sure. heel. Sure. I think that you need to, to. That the problem with Roman Reigns is that the WWE audience is not going with the character that he's developed. Don't talk about when the audience. They in, pay their hard-earned money, nine ninety-nine. Well, if the only reason you're saying that Roman Reigns sucks is because the audience is booing him, then that's the only problem. No, that he I'm has. not saying that. I'm saying because the WWE has been trying so hard for how many years? Going on three or four or five years now to try to put him over. He can't put himself over. They can put him with anybody. He put. They he had, those, he had those matches with AJ Styles, and those matches were awesome. Had. He had his matches with Kevin Owens. Those had. matches were awesome. He had all the matches with the There's Shield. There's a lot of past tense in here. Hads. Well, he had a match with Kevin Owens three days ago, and that match That's was right. awesome. He, he had one. 
now he's gonna wrestle. Well, I'm sorry that we're talking about this on a day that there's no wrestling happening today, Phil. <laughs> I didn't go to the live event show that was in he Milwaukee, doesn't have, Wisconsin he doesn't have, today, where he Roman Reigns wrestled. Cons- but I'm sure that match is happening right now. It's no. also an awesome match. He doesn't have any consistent storylines because there's none of them that work. What What do you mean? What What consistent? What storylines? Exactly. Name one storyline that. What storyline did Nothing. he have that was that was inconsistent? There's nobody. It's not gonna work, Sam. I think that it's it's proving that it, that it already is working. If we go back into files in the uh, of all the past nerds of the round squared circle. Ooh, I'm saying it wrong. But you're talking like Cesaro now. It's, I it's am. A squared circle. It's, it's not a round it's, circle. It's, it's got four sides. Well, that's four what happens ropes. when you spin around Brandy. in a chair too fast. Brandy, come on. God bless you. Roman if you Reigns. look back, how many times have you praised Roman Reigns? Never. I've praised Roman Reigns every single time he has no. an awesome match, so it's all the time because he's always having awesome matches. Every match that he was in with the Shield, awesome matches. He's trying to be the new John Cena. He's not trying to be yes, the new he is, John Cena. Every match, WWE is trying to make him the new John every Cena. Every match he does. And that's the only problem with him is that they're trying to put him in the John Cena spot and they hey. just let him be who he is when he's when he's being Roman he's not, Reigns. He's not, he's he's not awesome. taking that chance. Well, it's not him not taking a chance. It's the company not taking a chance. You think Roman they're, they're going to stop him when he's in the middle of the ring and trying to do something? I'm saying that the Roman Reigns, if him. they put him in the position that he needs to be in, which is to be booked like a badass. Be booked they like have. the guy. They wet his hair. They give him a bulletproof vest looking thing. That's old looking. That's old looking? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a top seller on WWE Shop, Phil, so. Where's your shirt at? Where's my Where's my Roman Reigns shirt? Yeah. I don't have a Roman exactly. Reigns Exactly. So, so Roman Reigns sucks because I didn't buy a Roman Reigns t-shirt? You were the one talking up the merch. I, where's your merch at, dog? I have wolf. a shield t-shirt. But that's exactly. You were going back to my point I made earlier. He's only cool if he's a part of the shield or if he's a part of his Samoan family heritage. Well, he's always going to be part of his Samoan family You're right, but they don't have to talk about it. It's heritage. understood. They don't have to bring it up all the time. Well, they brought it up because that was the point. They haven't brought it up since they brought it up They before. bring it up every once in a while. When do they bring it up? You're I talking to me exactly. about old hat stuff, but then you're also saying stuff that hasn't happened for about a year and a half when he was fighting Lesnar either. Brock Lesnar, who? Roman Reigns had that awesome match with Brock Lesnar. His, that match at WrestleMania 31 in the main event with Brock Lesnar is one of the best main events in the his, out of all 32 WrestleMania re- main events. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is in two of them. And those matches are better than a lot of other matches. So you're right. He is trying to be like John Cena. They're trying to put him in there like John because Cena. Because he's in the main event spot that and makes the, him like John Cena? The same. Stone Cold oh, was in the main call, event spot like John Cena? He's calling call, it. Call. Sam won again. God. <laughs> Sam, right. Sam sits there and he probably studies before every what, time what on the way in here. You can study before we come in, You too. can study, too. I, I didn't study, I don't need to. I didn't I don't study. Need to. I'm going off my brain, man. My brain's not working, I guess, enough for this 10 count. So, uh, I think that's... Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should do the 10 count at the beginning of the episode. We'll do a 10 count. We'll, we'll start the next one. No. And then we can edit it to the end of the episode. Okay. That way you, your mind's like fresh. Okay. Sure. Yeah. We'll film it at the, we'll, we'll record it at the beginning so we can put it I don't know. End. I'm not Even really a big, I'm win. not a good arguer though in general in life. Chris, That's why you... it's just, maybe it's, I'm not as strong as Sam because Sam's like, he can be a, a fax machine gun over here and just mow it down. I, I, I can't help that I just happen to be right whenever I'm making this argument, Phil. It's not... It's not Sam, my fault. My job at a job, my job at Second Troll is to manage things. And when people come into the counter and try to argue with me, my best job is to do is to defuse that bomb. Okay. And arguing is hard. That's Chris. Can you hand me a pen so I can write another mark on my list of the ten count tallies? So that's two for Sam. <laughs> and I gave you an easy one. I was trying. 
We'll um, we'll see. We'll leave it up to so, the fans. You know what? So, Actually, I should not be deciding these. We should yeah, have the fans decide these. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so that's what I'm it is now. Say... So guys, I got two in a row. So now we have to put it up to other people. <laughs> well, it's biased that's because it's, work. it's biased because you are a Roman Reigns fanatic. That's over true. Here. I did. That is true. You, see? you were gonna. You that's are biased. you proud that I successfully defended Roman yeah, Reigns? Yeah, because everything you said. Did was I make true. any points yeah, that exactly. made sense? Um. You didn't want to hear it because it was I about suppose. your boy. Chris, I mean, you, you said that they bring you, up the shield a lot. Chris, can you um, hand that championship out to Phil so that he can then hand it to me? There you go, Phil. Here, right. Wait, you gotta hear it. Are you, what? That was it falling on the ground, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, that's what we have for you oh. this week. It's so we heavy. We are going to be taking Christmas break off, so no podcast next week. Aww. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays, whatever you'll be doing this family. Happy Kwanzaa, yeah, Hanukkah. Okay. Hanukkah starts on 24th, so happy Hanukkah. I think that uh, I just want everyone to have a great holiday, and we'll be back to talk about more and more wonderful wrestling. The next show was going to be a few days before we're going to... Chris is going to his first wrestling show on January 7th. Live wrestling event. First live wrestling event, so we'll He's talk looking about around. that on the He's next going. one. Definitely. He's going. Should be there. Yeah, so if there's anything... What I do want to say that I'd like to, on the next show, talk to Chris about all the stuff he should expect from a first wrestling show since he's never been to one, which is so crazy. I don't understand how you've lived this long and never been to a wrestling show. You gotta understand, I I didn't get back into wrestling until a year ago, it doesn't matter. a year and a half ago, maybe. You know, I went to him when I was little, just like anything. Nah, else. see, my parents never even took me to Disney World when we were little. My so. parents didn't. Oh, that's really sad. I went yeah, friends. Yeah. I'm just saying, but all the more reason why we got to catch up on this. And so we're not going to hype it too hard though, because then you're going to go in there and be like, "Oh man, yeah." And then, well, no, yeah, it's still going to be great. So if there's anything that you think would be something strong to talk about, that make sure Chris knows before he goes to his first wrestling show. Let us know in the comments on the show notes page or on someonenerdy.com. Uh, also, on our next podcast, I think we're going to do uh, some year in review too. Maybe Definitely, our favorite matches of the year. Uh, it's going to be our first podcast of 2017. I think on the whole, most people didn't seem to like 2016 very much. There was a lot of bad, but I thought that wrestling-wise, it was a pretty good year. Yeah, there's some matches that are standing out in my head that I'll talk about over the next podcast. Uh, we definitely want to thank everybody that's listening to the podcast. Our numbers have continued to go up every single time we do the podcast. I want to thank these two. Why well, do you know that, that, actually? Is that true? Why well, do you think that's, yeah, that's true. awesome? No, that's I didn't just make that up just for your ego. <laughs> so now, now, I want you to point this out. If you start giving Phil wins on the 10 count and then the numbers start dropping... I think that's going to be that's pretty the, obvious. The I don't think they're yeah. given. I think they're earned, and apparently you've been earning them. I'm not wow. com- I'm not complaining. Okay. You're complaining about your wins. What the hell's your problem? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll take them. Right. Here, look, I'll take it right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you for the start of our podcast. I mm-hmm. think we're on episode eight or nine. We, we hope to do this long term into the future and the future is going to bring back some old school players apparently we're going to bring back some people who've been only before us you know we didn't just take over and wash these people out oh, they're yes, humans in this so world. in 2017 we're going to hopefully start having guests we're going to start having doing some interviews with some we're going to have wrestlers on the podcast hopefully next year do some maybe some interviews we're going to have other nerds from the website join us on the podcast they want to be with soon. us they're getting excited surprisingly yes they oh, are man some are itching to be on the podcast wow so. we have to tag them in until 2017 we are nerds of the squared circle and we have been your hosts i'm sam jericho i am star chris philip the dude with the headband and until next time you stay classy